You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Maggie Bertram, and today I'm joined by Suzanne Burnett. Hey, Suzanne. Hey, Maggie. How is your day going? It is going great so far. I walked my dog. I'm getting to talk with you. So far, so good. Excellent. All right. Well, on this episode, we are discussing Unit 25, Session 5, Jesus is Our Perfect Prophet. And this is found in Deuteronomy 18. So Suzanne, why don't you start us off by sharing the big idea for this session? Yes. So God spoke through many prophets in the Old Testament. Moses, Elijah, Isaiah, Jeremiah, and others all were used by God to give messages to his people. Even though each prophet sometimes gave people specific warnings or judgments, they all had the same message of hope. The Messiah would come to save people from their sins. When Jesus came into the world, their message was fulfilled. God's word can always be trusted and will always come true. And this week's Bible story, kids will learn more about how Jesus is our perfect prophet. Thanks, Suzanne. Now, listeners, you may notice that we have been in the Gospels. This is a big truth session. So we are heading back to the Old Testament for one session, and then we'll be back in the New Testament next week. But I'm really excited for sort of the bridge that this is going to connect for kids to realize that, like we say in the Gospel Project, Every single week, every story points to Jesus, right? But I think that this is going to be a really concrete way because we've been in the Gospels for the past few weeks for kids to see that even in the Old Testament, Jesus was being talked about and pointed to as the perfect prophet. So as we head into the next part, let's talk through some activities that might need some extra prep or some extra instruction. So Suzanne, why don't you start us off with our preschool areas? For this week, in our Babies and Toddlers Leader Guide, there's an activity called Design Sand Art. So I just want to share a couple of different ideas on ways to make this successful with your babies and toddlers. And so rule number one, don't hand over a whole bottle of glue to your toddler because That's that a would... good life rule in general, <laughs> yes. regardless of what you're yeah. doing. Yes, don't give them a whole bottle because it's going to be everywhere. So just go ahead and just keep that in mind. But what you can do is you can make the glue design yourself and invite toddlers to pinch sand between two fingers, their pointer and their thumb, and sprinkle that sand over the glue because that will prevent them grabbing handfuls of sand and dropping it on top of that. Another option here is you could pour glue into a shallow container and give them a paintbrush and they can spread the glue over their paper. And it could be fun to make copies of the Bible story picture and use that instead of a plain piece of construction paper, but you just do what works for you and your group because you you know them the best. So you'll you'll know what they need. For older preschoolers, there's an activity called work a Bible story puzzle. And to make this easier for your younger preschoolers that you may have in your class, go ahead and draw puzzle lines that could create six pieces on the Bible story picture poster and then make copies of that drawing that you made and then they can cut it out or you can assist them as they cut it out. And then lastly this week in preschool worship, there's an activity called Make Play-Doh People. And so they will be putting Play-Doh on paper 
And just note that some brands of Play-Doh may stick to construction paper. And so to avoid this, you'll want to use maybe some wax paper or you can use paper that's been laminated and that will help that Play-Doh peel off easily. What a great idea. Those are fun. That's going to be a really fun time in preschool. All right. So for younger kids, there's an activity called Listen Closely. And it involves the kids hearing instructions, and those instructions are going to lead them to draw a specific object. So just make sure that you're keeping this activity age appropriate for younger kids by choosing an object for kids to draw that's simple and familiar to them, such as a house or a snowman or a cat. And I would say that that would keep it age appropriate for me as well, because I'm not especially artistic. So yeah, that's about I would all not... I could do too. That's that's sort of my level is a house, a snowman, or a, a cat might be a stretch, honestly. Yeah. So a house that's... or a snowman for me. <laughs> all right. And then for older kids, there's an activity called write the word. It involves kids writing scripture passages on index cards and putting them on a key ring so that they can flip through those during the week and study God's word. And this will be a great place to encourage kids to add this unit's key passage and maybe some previous unit's key passages to the key ring. And that's a great way to help them memorize God's word each week. And then for kids worship, the additional activity is really fun. It's called Mystery Voice. But it's going to take a little bit of, not prep, but just a little bit of lead time because it involves having your church leaders record themselves reading a favorite passage of scripture. So you'll just want to get a little bit of an early start on that if you're going to choose that activity. But I think the kids would really love it. So as we start to wrap up this episode, let's head into what we are excited about or what we think is really standing out to us about this session. So Suzanne, what do you think? What are you excited about for this session? So I'm excited because I think that this text is a beautiful example of our goal here with the gospel project which our goal is to show children that the good news of jesus the gospel is communicated throughout the entire bible even in the old testament and so this story is perfect that's exactly what they're going to be learning this will also be a great time to review moses and the prophets but to emphasize that Jesus is different from these men, from these prophets, because he's God's son. So good. Yeah. And we sort of touched on it a little bit at the, at the beginning. But like you said, Suzanne, the Gospel Project makes it the goal to show how every story points to Jesus. But I love that we're getting to revisit an Old Testament text after being in the New Testament for a little while, because I feel like kids are going to hear this Old Testament text a little bit differently. And and it might help them make that connection between the imperfect prophets that were provided in the Old Testament to the perfect prophet that God provided through Jesus. And so I think that that might be a cool opportunity for them to hear it just a little bit differently. And I also love that kids are seeing, as the story says, God's word always comes true. And so even when there are hundreds of years in between when he speaks his words and when his words are fulfilled, we can trust that his words always come true. His promises always come true. So I think that that's a really, a really great reminder of this truth. And we get to see that in this text. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the gospel project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the gospel project for preschool and kids. 
For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.